Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Burning Question series by Fantasy Football Scout. In this series, Pross and Isonaldo talk about the key hot topics for the week. Pross, how are you doing, my friend? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, Been keeping busy, but uh, it's a nice midweek with uh, a lot of games. I watched the uh, the Bayern Munich PSG game yesterday. Then you obviously we have our Man City Arsenal today, and then the Man United Barcelona. So very very. not really all FPL, but a very exciting week. And how did your game week 23 going as well as, um, you know, you've got on a bunch of green arrows in a row, so it looks good so far? I mean, let's, yeah. let's not jinx it. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's going fine. I mean, at the moment, uh, some 50-50s have gone my way, which is, you know, I, I recognize before the World Cup that a lot of it was the other way. So I feel like some things are working out, like, you know, Shaw, I think, was very lucky to get his 12 points, even though, look, he was also unlucky to get uh, to lose his clean sheet in other matches. Um, and then uh, this Mares penalty, I mean, what jam? Uh, I mean, this is like crazy, right? I mean, you have a penalty taker and a signed penalty taker who gets a niggle and then Mara steps up and takes the penalty. And there was a Rodri also wanted to take it. So there's been things that have gone my way. And I ended up going Mara's instead of looking at Ake or Kanji or something else that I was thinking of. So clearly things worked out and now very happy to own Mara's. Yeah, even Pep said after the game, um, he didn't understand why Mara's took it because he was second choice penalty taker. But Mars has been great for me as well since gaming 20. The Shaw one hurts because I last minute benched him for Botman. I think it was an okay decision. But again, I look at back at the process and I knew the upside was there. I didn't think the assist was going to come, but it came and, and so be it. But um, we look forward to the blanks and doubles coming up as we navigate through the fun part of the season. Yep, indeed, indeed. Okay, so for today's agenda, we're, we'll do a macro view, um, also known as a helicopter view of the lay of the land. Then we'll get into some chip strategies, tackle on free hit 25, uh, you know, do a captaincy talk for gaming 24, and then a short bus teams. Our teams are very similar, but it looks like we'll, we'll both, um, you know, do all this this coming game week. So I look forward to this chat. Yeah, so um, let's go to, so helicopter view, we're not going to spend too much time. This is basically to make sure that people are on the same page as we talk about, as we throw out terms like 28, 29, 32, 34, 37, people need to know what's going to happen in those game weeks. So at the moment, we know we have a double in, in 25, that's confirmed. We have the Liverpool double, we have the Arsenal double. We knew this in the last video, so I'm not going to talk about it again. But Liverpool, Arsenal, Wolves and Everton have a double in 25, which is confirmed. And there's also blanks for teams that are in the FA Cup final, which is Man United and Newcastle. And obviously their corresponding opponents, which are Brighton and Brentford. So the complication now is the teams Brighton and Brentford, who double, who blank in 25, will now have a double in 27. So Brighton will play Leeds away and Palace at home. And Brentford will play Everton away and Southampton away in game week 27. And obviously their corresponding opponents, Crystal Palace and Southampton, will also have a double. So this is the situation with 25 and 27. To further complicate the matters, um, these two teams, Brighton and Brentford, will then blank in game week 28 or likely to blank in game week 28 because game week 28 is the quarterfinal weekend for the FA Cup. So the 
round five of the FA Cup will happen between game week 25 and 26. And this is going to be the most crucial period for future planning. So between game week 25 and 26 is the time where your chip strategy should be in place. It shouldn't, it doesn't have to be final, but today we're going to talk about five. By that time, you should either come down to two or one. And so, because that's how important round five will be. So game week 28 is when these ties will be played out. Then you have game week 29, which is a completely free midweek. So that free midweek will not only have the previous postponements from the Queen's death, anything that's left over, or even the games that are postponed in game week 28 because of the FA Cup quarterfinal or the games that are postponed from game week 25 because of the Carabao Cup final. So if you're with me, game week 29 is going to be a big, big, big double. Ten, However, I think about 10 plus games uh, is expected for doubles. Mm-hmm. Could happen. I mean, basically, you could have all these doubles. You know, there was a chance that, for example, Everton-Arsenal didn't happen then. It happened in Game Week 29. But there are other factors. You know, maybe they're trying to have Man City and Arsenal have play the same number of games. There's sometimes away and home stuff like Spurs and Arsenal can't play at the same time, um, you know, at home. Um, so, but yes, you expect a lot of games in Game Week 29. The next most important Game Week will be Game Week 32. Game Week 32 will be a blank, and this will be a blank for minimum four teams, basically the teams that are in the semi-final of the, of the FA Cup. Well, it could be less if, if Brighton and Man City both reach and they play each other. So Game Week 32 could be anything right now. Yeah. It could be a terrible blank, and I'll come to why it could be a terrible blank, or it could be a okay blank to, to navigate. But it will definitely be a blank, because that's when the FA Cup semi-final happens. After Game Week 32... No more blanks will happen unless something happens that we are not aware of or there's a king's coronation or something. But I personally am not going to talk about that. Um, most likely, nothing else happens after Game Week 20, 32 in terms of blanks. The only two events that will happen is a double for all the teams because it's a free midweek in Game Week 34 and a double in Game Week 37. Both of them are completely free midweeks, and you have those who have played the game for a while know that these are two big doubles. So this year, the only difference is 29 is also a very big double. The last thing to talk about from a helicopter view perspective is there is an additional Brighton double that could happen between game week 29 and 32, or actually, frankly, anywhere else. Mm. So Brighton still have a lot of games to um, basically reschedule, but they will not be announced now because it will depend on how far Brighton get in the FA Cup, whether they actually end up having a blank in 29 and 32. So my summary from helicopter view is look out for 25, 27, which are doubles, which are confirmed. 28 is almost confirmed in the sense that we know that these are the the best teams will double, but we will only know those confirmed after game week 26. 29, as I said, big double, 34, big double, 37, big double, and 32 blank. But that's, that's all in terms of helicopter view that I wanted to say. Yeah, I think there's a couple interesting, maybe two cents I want to add here is that the double gaming 27 threw a wrench into, you know, all this helicopter planning um, because of the blank in 25 for Brighton and Brentford, followed by a double and then a, and a blank. But if you look at their fixtures from 29 onwards, for example, if you're considering a wildcard 29, they actually have pretty decent fixtures for the rest of the season as well. So it kind of makes the wildcard 29 interesting because maybe you're at that point looking for the optimal Brighton. I'm, I'm sure we're going to, you know, triple up on them at some point with the amount of fixtures they have left on top of that game week 32 as you mentioned is really we'll know prior to the game week 29 deadline because of the fa cup but it's very interesting right because if you play a wild card in 27 for example and we'll get there you know you're kind of shooting into the dark right you just don't know if you're going to get lucky or you're going to get screwed but you know for example city united southampton spurs brighton chelsea arsenal newcastle all blank in, in 32 as well so um, I'm yeah. very interested to see what your strategy will be, but um think pretty pretty obvious now as to what's in the in the foreseeable futures in terms of blanks and, and doubles. Yeah. Absolutely. And I have to say this year it looks harder. So last year, if you remember, between game week twenty five and twenty six, similar to this year, things happened. Some doubles were announced, some blanks were announced, and a lot of us, myself included, just wildcarded on a Friday night because there was a strategy that fit in terms of getting the maximum number of fixtures. That did not mean it was the best strategy, 
because getting more fixtures doesn't equal more points because some people can score more in a single game week. So that I want to differentiate that as well. But again, this time in game week 25 to 26, there could be some clarity. But the fact that Brighton and Brentford have a double a week before a blank and then have another double a week after the blank is just something you 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 know it's very difficult to navigate and then you have the problems between 29 and 32 as well where some teams will double in 29 and then blank in 32 and then double in 34 it's a mess and what one thing that i people need to take away from this is you will have to sacrifice one game week or some hits in one game week you can choose to sacrifice the 27 double you can choose to sacrifice the 29 blank or the 30 29 double or the 32 blank but don't try to sacrifice the doubles. Sacrifice blanks if you can. Mm, because you see, blanks are basically lower, lower ceiling games, uh, weeks. So if you're sacrificing a blank, let's say in game week 28, you show up with seven or eight players. If you have the right seven or eight, because you have triple Arsenal, you have a, maybe a couple of Chelsea players, you have some Newcastle players, then seven, eight is fine because that's a sacrifice where what am I losing? Somebody else is Tarkowski or somebody else is Mings or someone else goes for another player that doesn't have a blank. So you need to think about which week really you want to sacrifice. Are you free hitting in game week 28? What are you going to gain? So these are things. Now let's talk about each of the chip strategy. And I will try to talk about what are you missing out? Uh, just just a question. Um, you know, I, I saw 29 as sort of the, the point of 29, prior to 29 and after 29 as sort of, the you know split point of where you attack these chips you mentioned because we won't know 32 until the end of 28 you mentioned 26 27 is sort of when you should have you know out of the five plans one or two plans why, why is that um you know without knowing 30 32 as as you know full full picture you will know 32 like you know 28 now mm. why because you will have the because you'll have the quarterfinal draw mm. right so if, let's say, Man United is playing, or let's say Spurs is playing Man City, right? Okay. They've drawn Man City in the quarterfinal. Now you know in 32 that I think I can take a good chance that Spurs won't make it to the semifinal. So now you already know that the Spurs versus Newcastle in game week 32, which will be a pain if that becomes a blank because we want Newcastle players, we want Kane. Then that is a good likelihood that that is, that is going ahead. So what I mean is, even after game week 25, because of the draw of the FA Cup quarterfinal, you can make much better predictions about what will happen in 32 than you can now. Right now, I have no idea. I mean, what if Man United draw against Spurs? It will be an amazing result mm. because that will mean that one out of Man United or Spurs won't make it to the semi-final, and therefore one out of Man United or Spurs will not blank. And so Man United versus the key fixtures, the two key fixtures in game week 32, that, that will determine whether game week 32 is a big pain or not is Man United versus Chelsea, mm -hmm. because these are player teams where we will have a lot of players, and Newcastle versus Spurs. So let's say Spurs play Man United, you know that one of those games is going ahead, so 32 will not be a pain. Mm -hmm. Or Spurs or Man United end up drawing against Man City, then you take a rough guess that, okay, Man City will play their best team, and maybe Spurs or Man United may not, so you, get, you guess that they will probably win out. So I will get some coverage. Mm -hmm. Or there could be some upsets in game week 25. What if Man United lose to Tottenham, uh, lose to West Ham, sorry, in game in round five? Then Man United-Chelsea becomes a confirmed fixture. So these things will also start to shape up game week 32. Right now, we have no idea. Got it, got it. Okay. Should we go to the first one? Yep. So we've got five, uh, you know, chip strategies. The first one is wildcard 27, free hit 28, bench boost 29, or 34. And I think this one's very popular right now. I think a lot of people are looking at it, so... Um, go ahead, Pras, if you want to explain what's going on here. So, the, yeah, this one, as you rightly said, wildcard 27, free hit 28 is very popular at the moment. And there's a lot of text here. So I'm not going to go through all of this, but it, the text is there. I mean, it was my notes, but we decided in the end, let's just add it so people can, uh, you know, screenshot it or, or refer to it later. But why this becomes popular is people look at Brighton and Brentford and say, I don't have any of them right now, mm -hmm. or some may, some may not. But let's say talk about people like me who don't have Kane, who don't have Brighton or uh, or Brentford. So what they can do is they, right now they can say, I'm just going to focus on 
the double in 25. So I'm going to get right my Liverpool players. So there's, you know, there's going to be a pull towards getting Salah, maybe even a Nunes, maybe even a Trent. And then you say, I'm not going to worry about these guys. And then I'll just wildcard in game week 27. And what I'll do on my wildcard is I'll triple up on Brighton. I'll get Tony. I'll get Rhea. I'll get me. So six of these guys, I basically maximize game week 27. I get Harry Kane, who plays Nottingham Forest at home, who I don't have at the moment. And I can basically take out my Man United, who are going to blank in 28, 32. I'm going to take out some of my Man City, except Haaland, who are going to blank in 28 and 32. So you can see where I'm going with this, that yeah, there is yeah, yeah. there is a legitimate strategy to do this. Now, what you're maximizing here is that you'll get 27. You will need to probably free hit in game week 28. Because if you, as I said, if you maximize on Brentford and Brighton, by definition, you're weak in game week yeah, 28. Yeah. So either you let it go or you free hit in game week 28. So in this strategy, I've, I've proposed that you free hit in game week 28. And then you bench boost in 29 or 34, which is which are the two big doubles. But let's say, uh, just just to cut you off here, let's say that uh, you know, you're raw cut in 27, which allows you to attack 25. And you know you load up on the Arsenal assets, and Fulham lead somehow works out well, and Liverpool double or Liverpool don't blank in in twenty eight. Is there an opportunity here to avoid the free hit in twenty eight? Well, so you've you've raised the most important point here, which okay. is uh, which is in the last column, which is what could change. So for this strategy, the Leeds versus Fulham game is so important mm. because what's happening is if Leeds and Fulham they play in the round five. If Leeds win that game, then Fulham versus Liverpool will become a non-blank in game week 28. What it means is people like me who have Andreas Mitrovic, who will probably have two Liverpool, which is Trent and, 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 and Salah probably. And then you have three Arsenal already. Then you have Trippier already. You already have eight or nine players confirmed for game week 28. So in that case, I would say if that happens, you don't wildcard. Yeah. You just basically go for a Mitoma, you go for a Tony, and you, you put out these nine players in game week 28. So this is why I'm saying you need to think about this option, but it's very hard to commit to this option. So let's say if you were committed to this option, I would go triple Liverpool and just wildcard in game week 27. But you would be completely screwed if what happens, if what I said happens and, and Liverpool and Fulham is a confirmed fixture in game week 28 yeah. because all your competitors are now not going to free hit in game week 28. Whereas now, because you're wildcarding in game week 27, you have to commit yourself to, to you know, go full on and probably free hit in 28. You could avoid it, maybe. But at the moment, that that would be a play where you would sort of struggle. And the biggest area where you will struggle is game week 32. So yeah. this strategy, the biggest weakness is game week 32. Because what you're going to do is, in this in this play, Brighton may, dub, may blank in game week 32. You're loaded up on Brighton. Uh, Man United may blank in game week 32. You could have Rashford, for example, in your team. You won't have a free hit to bail you out. Man City could blank in game week 32. Uh, Chelsea, Spurs, Newcastle. All these teams could blank in game week 32. What are you going to do then? Mm. You You will likely struggle to navigate that without a free hit. And the other thing is, sorry, um, is the bench boost. Normally, the best way to navigate the bench boost is to wildcard just before, right? Because if you wildcard just before, you can put out 15 doublers um, who are all fit and not rotation risks. And things change. I mean, we thought uh, Patterson was fit. That's why a lot of them got him and he was going to be nailed for Everton. Things changed. Uh, same for Bueno, same for other options. Same for Moreno, for example, in Aston Villa. So getting these cheap players, the best thing is to do is to wildcard just before. So people will say, let me wildcard in game week 27. I'm going to bench boost in game week 29 because then there's not a lot of gap. Mm. The problem is before game week 29 is the international break. Mm. And we all remember what happens after international breaks. Our whole squad is full of yellow flags because either managers have said this guy is not fit or people actually get injured when they're on international duty. So... You'll be very nervous bench boosting in game week 29 right after an international break. Or you'll have to take hits, which is basically not optimal. Yeah. If you look at game week 34, you could bench boost there. But again, because the wildcard is 27 and you're bench boosting in 34, a lot of things can change. So that's basically where the two weaknesses are for this one. Yeah, I think there's a three-week break between 27 through 29, including the international break. So it's a lot of time to make up. And I think the key here is 32. It's just, uh, you know, how, how lucky are you going to get in 32? 
I also think it's very interesting because another, you know, advantage of a wildcard 27 might be for those managers that don't have optimal arsenal assets or optimal players that they want. And for example, players like Ederson become a problem because you're likely to have that Ederson Ward type of com- combination. So you can get out of that. I think, um, um, so it, it I think it's a very popular strategy, but at the same time, I also like the fact that you can focus on the near future and sort of really attack the 25, 27 and kind of navigate the early, early part of the, you know, wildcard or blank and gate double season. However, I just don't know how much value we're putting into this double in 27. I know that Brighton and, you know, Brentford have decent fixtures. I think Everton, Southampton and Brighton have leads in Crystal Palace. But it is a lot of you know heavy baggage in the, in the initial part of these blanks, so um, it's one to consider. I also think that a lot of us can navigate these next few game weeks without having to wildcard in twenty seven. So uh, I'm I'm not so keen on this strategy personally, but yeah, yeah. Well, well, I would say at the moment my recommendation would be not to commit to this one. So when you when I say not to commit to this one is basically not to overload on Liverpool. Because if you overload on Liverpool, you're committing yourself to this one if Liverpool have a blank, right? Mm -hmm. So if Liverpool have a blank in game week 28 and you've got triple Liverpool just now for game week 25, then you'll almost be forced into wildcarding in 27 because you'll have a team full of Fulham, Liverpool, uh, Man City uh, and, uh, and Man United players and they all blank in game week 28. So the way I would approach this particular chip strategy is have a little bit of a halfway house. So maybe go for one or two Liverpool. If Liverpool end up having a fixture in game week 28, which is Fulham losing to Leeds, then you're happy. Then you're, then you're good and you don't need to wildcard. If they don't have a fixture, then give serious consideration to this wildcard and hope that some of the other fixtures sort of work out for you. And if you do end up wildcarding, obviously we'll talk about it closer to the time, then there will be some issues that you will need to cater to now, which is, for example, your game week 29 team will not be ideal had you free-hitted or if had you not wild-carded in game week 27. For example, Brentford could end up playing Brighton away and Man United away. Do you really want to bench boost or, or have a triple Brentford for those two very tough fixtures? So that's basically my my problem if you go for a wild-card 27. Uh, but I have to say, things could work out in a way where a lot of people are forced to do this and it's not bad at all. I mean, you could take hits now. Some people will have to in other chip strategies. Or in this case, you just say, I'm going to take hits in game week 32 and deal with it after, which is also perfectly fine. One of the questions I have is why Why is free hit 28 considered, um, you know, such a low scoring game week when the, you know, there are some decent fixtures here, Arsenal, Crystal Palace, Villa, Bournemouth, Chelsea, Everton, Newcastle, Nottingham Forest. And generally as an FPL, maybe not rule, but speaking of FPL blanks and doubles and free hits, isn't the general consensus that a free hit in a blank is much more optimal than a free hit in a double? It's optimal in the sense that it can help you navigate around. So you don't have to, you don't, so typically this, this quarterfinal FA Cup free hit has been popular because it helps you, because which are the teams in game, in quarterfinals of FA Cup, the best teams? Well, also right? na- navigating around it, but my, the point I was trying to make is the fact that you have, you know, it's like one one versus zero versus one versus one. Like you're gonna have players in a double anyway, versus having in a blank. You're you're gonna have less players, so you actually can fill out the spots of players. It's about quality, not quantity. That's mm-hmm. the point. That so let's take game week twenty eight as an example. Now everybody will have three Arsenal. Whether it's the optimum three Arsenal or not is another question. But people will have three Arsenal. So what are you covering there? People will have. One or two Chelsea already. So people will have Kepa. Might, many might go for Felix, for example. Um, let's go to Newcastle. Everybody will have Trippier. Some may go for an additional defender. So you're basically two transfers away from getting eight of the players that you would get on your free hit. So my point is, if people can, after Game Week 27, take a hit and get to eight or nine of your players, then you're free hitting for those three players that come from Aston Villa or... You, you see where I'm going, or Nottingham Forest or whatever. So that's the point of having low upside. Whereas in a double, if you can get to a, a third Man City that nobody can get to because of transfers, or you can get to a third Arsenal, or you can get for, get to a Rashford and a Bruno double up where others cannot, or you can have a Kane when others are struggling to, this is your upside. That's your upside on a free hit. 
Got it. Got it. Let's go to the next one. By the way, these move in order of when you wildcard. So this was the earliest wildcard um, that that you could do. Some people, you know, on on my on my Twitter post, some people said, "Why not wildcard now?" The problem is, if you wildcard now or in wildcard tw uh, twenty five, you do not know this quarterfinal results. Sorry, this quarterfinal draw, and you do not know the shooting completely in the dark in terms of what's happening in twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty two. So for me, recommendation is just wildcard in 26 or 27. 27 will be more popular because you're just doing it on the week when you have the... To load up on Newcastle, better to do it in 27, after which they have good fixtures. I think you're lagging a bit, Pross. But you're, okay, you're good. Yeah. Good, good. You're fine. All right. Okay. So next one is um, bench boost 27. Wildcard 29, free hit 32. Now, as you look at Game Week 27, there's something very peculiar. Game Week 27 is actually a great Game Week for all teams. So the problem you're going to face when you wildcard in Game Week 27, which is the previous chip strategy, is that you will realize very quickly that you're going to have a benching dilemma because in Game Week 27, Liverpool are away to Bournemouth. So if you have Salah and Trent, for example, in your team already, your team is going to look fantastic. And you're going to be thinking, should I really be wildcarding this? Um, Chelsea are away to Leicester. Man United are home to Southampton. Spurs are home to Nottingham Forest. Man City play Crystal Palace. Arsenal play Fulham. Brighton play... Well, Brighton have the double. So my my issue with, with that is you might just think that, hey, do I need to wildcard? So the other option is people could think about bench boosting in Game Week 27. Last season, you'll remember we talked about you could get out of your bench boost through a wildcard that would actually be a better strategy because you don't have to carry a lot of players in your team later. Yeah. This season, this is less relevant because carrying players is not really a problem because team value is not really a problem. You know, if 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 Salah, De Bruyne and even Kane to an extent are not really putting up uh, numbers or performances, then you can equally run your squad with two premiums. Maybe Kane is your second premium. And you have all your Mitomas and your Botmans and, you know, people who will basically be the be the backbone of your bench boost and so it's not really a problem but i wanted to put this out there if somebody wanted to look at a strategy where they wildcard out of a bench boost so you bench boost in 27 because 27 has a lot of good fixtures as i've mentioned so your bench will be great even though it'll have single game weakers i don't think bench boost having rashford or or uh, you know a cane is not is a problem you have all your doublers and you get these guys uh, as as the single game weakers and then you wildcard out of it in Game Week 29. Game Week 29 wildcard appeals to me a lot mm. because Game Week 29 double is the double with good teams. Mm. So you can wildcard in that week having a lot of Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, all good teams. Mm -hmm. So that wildcard makes sense because you can get the players that you want long term. And you can obviously sprinkle some Brighton, sprinkle some Newcastle <laughs> defenders. And so basically that for me feels like an ideal wildcard than doing it in 27 where you're almost forcing yourself to have triple Brentford and triple Brighton where maybe you just want two Brighton if you see where I'm going. Mm -hmm. So what you need to do in this strategy, how do you end up uh, wildcarding in 29 is you will have to basically take a big team value hit because what you'll have to do is once you bench boost, you take a few hits and you get your bench boost right in game week 27. What you'll have to do is then sell Haaland for Watkins Sell Rashford for, you know, let's say Sarabia if he's playing uh, that, that blank. And you basically do not hold any team value. Get a team out for Game Week 28. So you've solved for Bench Boost 27. You've solved for Game Week 28 without playing a chip. You wildcard it. You know, you take all these guys out, all the rubbish out, and then you wildcard in Game Week 29. Mm -hmm. This has some merit. And then the big problematic Game Week 32, you just free hit in that week. Mm -hmm. So I like this strategy. If let's say you were in a position where you already have a couple of Brighton or you have Tony in your team, you don't want to commit on Liverpool, you could think about it. For those that do not have any Brighton or Tony, um, if this is a strategy you wouldn't consider. Not really, because you yeah. you need to do this. You you want probably five doublers in game week twenty seven, uh, because otherwise you're like you know you wouldn't really be benching Rashford, would you? If you, if you didn't have all these doublers, then your bench is looking like. Um, you know, not not great single week assets, 
one could miss out. The danger of bench boosting in a single game week or not everybody having a double game week is your player misses out due to illness and now you're putting out 13, 14 players instead of 15. I think my main question and dilemma or you know problem with the strategy here, and I'm posing this question to you here, Pras, is that I know you say you have great singlers for the bench boost in, in 27, but you know, you compare that to the bench boost you'll have later, possibly, you know, a bunch of doublers having a bench. You know, it's hard to compare those two. I know you, you, you mentioned that you can bench boost and then you can have an optimal 11, maybe one or two, you know, surrounding decent bench players and, and tie your value into the starting 11. But, um, you know, how how risky or how, you know, how is it, it wouldn't it be difficult to assess the bench boost 27 with singlers on the bench, even though it could be the likes of Rashford? I mean, it can still work out. I mean, last season, I bench boosted in game week 29 and my bench was all Arsenal players. Arsenal were doing great at the time. Saka ended up scoring a 14-pointer or something and I think they kept a clean sheet or not. I can't remember. So I got 20 points off the bench boost. So it can still work out. Um, you know, having elite single game weekers on your bench is maybe even equal to having poor double game weekers who play in, 20, uh, in, in 34. So... There's no right or wrong answer. If you think at that point you can get to a bench that can deliver you 20 points, that's when you go for it. Don't think about 34 or or, or 29, for uh, for example. I think, having said that, this is not my favorite because I do think, I think that's where you're going as well, is that this year, bench boost in a double game week is going to be very spicy. Very, very good. I think the... Uh... The opposite happened to me last season where I kept the wildcard and bench boost to last minute and then it really didn't work out at all. And so the doublers uh, didn't pay off. But I do remember it was very cheap players on the bench and probably like a four point something as, as my 15th player. So, yeah, value isn't as important as last season. So it could be very interesting. Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. we are blessed this year with having teams in the top six like Newcastle, Brighton, um, even Man United to an extent even Arsenal to an extent, that have players under 5 million as defenders, have midfielders under 6 million or 7 million. So to put out a bench boost, you can do a bench boost not with, you know, back in the day, we used to put players from the relegation, defenders from relegation teams because they were 4.0 or something. (laughs) You're talking about elite. I mean, you could, at the moment, you can have a Spurs goalkeeper and a Chelsea goalkeeper for 4.5 and 3.9. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You can have uh, Newcastle defenders for under 5 million plus Trippier. So you can have two Brighton defenders for under 6 million or three Brighton defenders for 6 million. So I think bench boost later, I also agree with you that it can be so explosive that it may not be worth using it early. You heard it here first. If you, anybody wants Foster, you, you can go for him as he is on 3.9 million. He's so bad, man. Uh, 30, 32 minutes past, Pros, by the way. Just, just time Let's check. Go. Next strategy? Next. Go, let's go to the next one. So card 29, I think this is going to be very popular as well. Yeah, This is going to be popular, exactly. So if people can navigate 27 and 28, so in this strategy, you're going you're gonna to sacrifice a little bit of 25, a little bit of 27, and a little bit of 28, but to benefit from 29, 32, 34. Mm. So that's what you're giving up versus what you're getting. So what you'll have to do is not overcommit on Liverpool, not overcommit on Brighton or Brentford, but then you get out of the blank and then... It's all rosy because yeah. you're you're you know for the for the blank game week 32 you have a free hit you wildcard in good players and you bench boost in 34. Again, there's a gap between the wildcard and bench boost which is not ideal, but as I said, Newcastle will double in 34. Newcastle will double in th- uh, in 29. Brighton will double in 34. Brighton will double in 29. Load up on them. That's your be- that's already your bench because these are so cheap, mm. right? So it it is doable. Now, what are the problems? Arsenal doesn't double in 29. They only play Leeds at home. Now, that's a good fixture. Mm -hmm. But you're going to be in a dilemma whether you should triple up on Arsenal or not because of this problem. You know, you you would like to have most most doublers. So I can think of people... And also, it's awkward, right? I mean, you could wildcard in 29, but are you going to bench Saka and Odegaard because they don't double? This is going to be a problem. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be a big problem. I think it's, you know, you have one or two game weeks after to get back onto the Arsenal assets after attacking that double in 29. So I don't think it's going to be as big of an issue as as you might, you know, be portraying it to be personally. Yeah. Fair. I mean, if that's if that's the case, then then this is a good window to wildcard. Uh, but as I said, you are sacrificing, you know, people are going to be 
enjoying a lot of points from Brighton and Brentford in 27 you will probably only have two maybe three of those players instead of five or six mm. uh, people will have you know free hit in game week 28 you will probably only have nine uh, maybe not the optimal nine you'll be rocking a Patterson or something so you will lose points in 27 28 yeah. because of yeah. that yeah. but your hope is that you gain later yeah it's a uh... Definitely, definitely lose a lot of rank early on. And I think if that 27 didn't drop, Walkart 29 would be the most popular option. But because of that 27 dropping, it's just uh, very difficult to navigate. Also, you need some luck here, right? You need that Fulham to Fulham uh, Liverpool to go ahead in 28. You know, I also have the likes of Botman. So, you know, maybe I can hold on to him through 28. So very interesting um, to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So now on this one, I almost feel this strategy is interchangeable with the next chip strategy. So I don't know if that's the one you've you've got, but if you can load up the one which is free hit twenty nine, uh, free hit twenty nine, no free hit twenty nine, wildcard thirty three. That's I think the fifth one that I had in my notes. Mm-hmm. If you load up that one, these two are interchangeable. So you can either wildcard in twenty nine and free hit in thirty two, or in this one that we're showing now, you free hit in twenty nine. And you wildcard in 32. So what's the subtle difference here? The subtle difference is because the teams that blank in 28 are the same as the teams or similar to the teams that blank in 32, like Man United, like uh, Brighton, like um, uh, Man City. You could basically say that I'm going to I'm going to navigate blank game week 28. And because I've navigated blank game week 28, I've already gotten rid of, let's say, Shaw, Bruno, Mares, KDB. I'm actually okay for 32 as well. So I'm just going to dead end my team to game week 32. And I will wildcard in 33, which is just before the bench boost in 34. So if things fall in place, this is my base strategy. Mm -hmm. Because this is the one that I think is the most explosive with the highest upside. Now, it may be that (laughs) Liverpool don't have a game and we're forced into going back to the first one, which we talked about, which is wildcard 27. I'd happily do that because the sacrifices in 27, 28 would be too high for me to go by this. But if things work out, then I would ideally like to do this because what what do you do? You you basically navigate 25, 27, 28 without overcommitting. You free hit in the big double. And in this double, you don't mind losing some Arsenal because you can get the right 11 doublers, right? Mm-hmm. You're not really compromising. You just want the 11 doublers. Man City have a great double in 29 if, mm-hmm. if it pans out that way. You go for Mares, you go for... Um, you know, the third one will be debatable, but you go for Mares and Haaland. Man United have a good double. You go for Rashford, you go for Bruno, Kane, you go for Kane. So you can fill up the team with exactly what you want in game week 29. You're already decently well set up for game week 32. The only spanner in this strategy is what if Brighton get another double in game week 30 or 31? And then you're again screwed because you don't have much Brighton. Mm. And another thing of free hit in 29 is you can get Brighton back. So even though you didn't commit on Mitomas and others for 27 because you wanted to navigate 28, in this case, because you're free hitting in 29, you get all the Brighton that you want for for, um, 29 and don't have to get much of Brentford at all because they have two terrible doubles. Is the is one of the the you know potential here for the as you mentioned the upside in the fact that you can bench boost straight after the wild card? Uh, Definitely, yeah. that would be another big one. But yeah. as people say, there's a risk here that you're sitting like what happened to you last season yeah. that you realize that you know I could have just bench I could have wild carded way earlier and have had the same bench that I'm going to now wild card and get into. A lot of people's people have already got the team that I'm wildcarding into and so you feel like I, I just wasted my wildcard and it's too late. Yeah, it's very interesting how last year affects sort of your thinking for this year because I really struggled to navigate the, you know, sort of 26-ish to 33 season or game weeks and then I was expecting to get very explosive at the end and it really didn't pan out. So I don't know, wildcard, leaving wildcard till 33 is also, I don't know, I, I think it's just a waiting and waiting and waiting and uh, maybe you're going to lose a lot of points in the first few game or foreseeable future for game weeks 24 and onwards so yeah 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 yeah. look i think this one is going to be very popular Mm. especially especially if liverpool and and fulham happen so if liverpool and fulham happen i can see most people going for this one if liverpool and fulham don't have doesn't happen 
then I can see a lot of people, maybe the majority even going for the first chip strategy we talked about, which is wildcarding 27. I don't think there's a lot of difference between the two, but the subtle differences are just what we will find out between game week and 26, uh, 25 and 26. Uh, last one to say on this one, free hit 29. Another problem is that in game week 29, it's a very, it's not the best double. So yes, I talked about Man City. Maybe you can you can load up on them, but Man City themselves play Liverpool, <laughs> so maybe difficult to call if Liverpool continue to improve. Then Man United play Newcastle. Arsenal have the single game week that I talked about. So it'll it's not like you have you know Man United playing two easy teams like we had in game week twenty one double, or you have Man City playing two easy teams, or you have Chelsea playing two easy teams. You don't really have it, but I think still free hitting in that week could be worth it because these are big teams. You can still target the big premiums from them. Okay, nice. All right, then the fourth one or now the last one, which is basically you could free hit in 28, you could wildcard in 33, and you can bench boost in 34. This is a slightly different one from the last one because you're not free hitting in 29, but you're free hitting in 28. Mm -hmm. Why this is helpful is, you know, I talked about what if Liverpool and and uh, and Fulham doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. Well, then you could potentially free hit in 28 and still have this good team. And the strategy here would be that I could still target my Brightons and my Tonys a little bit more aggressively. So I don't have to give up on them. I could just take a free, uh, free hit in 28 where they blank. And then I have them back again for 29. Yeah. And I'm decently well set up. But the problem here again is the game week 32. So even though you free hit it in one game week, which is game week 28, the similar teams blank again in game week 32. So you could be in trouble. So what could change here for the better for this strategy is that there's some cup upsets in the FA Cup round five. Mm -hmm. Let's say if Man United lose to West Ham, then Man United Chelsea is a game that is happening. So then you're well set because you have Rashford, you have Kepa. So now your game week 32 team is not so bad. Mm -hmm. Brentford already. So in this strategy, you could triple up on Brentford. Brentford already have a confirmed game in game week 32. So you could basically load up more on Brentford rather than tripling up on Brighton. You triple up on Brentford. So you're better set up for 32 because you're free hitting in 28 anyway. Mm. So that's basically it. Those are the things that sort of stood out to me at the moment in terms of what people can look at. As I said, we could have done this whole video after game week 25 but there were a lot of twitchy fingers i saw on 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 twitter in terms of what are the strategies what should they be thinking about i think right now all you need to think about is am i going to wildcard in 27 and if i'm so dead certain that i'm wildcarding in 27 then go aggressive on liverpool 25 because nobody else can everybody else is a little bit cautious because what if liverpool blank in 28 so they're not going to overcommit you overcommit if you're convinced that you're going to wildcard in 27. For the rest of you, like us, I, I, I imagine, sit tight. All you need to do right now is probably this week, save your transfer. Next week, get a couple of Liverpool guys in. Wait for the FA Cup round five. Wait for the quarterfinal draw. We will then have another video. We will break it down again in terms of what it means now, which are out of these five. Maybe there's another sixth one that emerges. Out of these five or six, what are now the most viable ones? And ultimately, I think the message I want to leave is the chip strategy has to be your own. Don't look at what other people are doing because it's like, you know, when you go to, um, Team defense. let's say you go to a, a, a Zara or uh, or a Calvin Klein and you're at the fitting room, right? Okay. And you're basically, all you're trying to do is, is to, to see which shirt fits you. You're going to see what, what shirt Ben Krellen is trying out and say, okay, he likes a large, I'll take a large as well. It doesn't work. <laughs> You have to see what fits for you. Sorry if it's that's a bad joke, but you know. Um, <laughs> Didn't expect but that. Basically but basically what I'm trying to say is you need to see your own team. You need to evaluate these strategies and see what is the best that is for your own team. It, You know, Ben is doing or Pras is doing or Andy is doing stuff that is the best for their own team. If it happens to be similar for other teams, fair enough. But you could have a different strategy for your own. Uh, ju just a quick question on the free hit 28 and then wildcard 33. Um, I know you're saying, you know, you can get screwed by the game week 32 blank, but is there, you know, with all these strategies, is there potential to sort of, uh, you know, maneuver and manipulate or change the, the way, the, when you wildcard, for example, for example, let's say you free hit in 28 doesn't work out and the blanks in 32 doesn't look good. Possibly take a wildcard in 30 or 29, 30 instead. 
could do that i mean you could so at the moment the sequence of events as as you mentioned is first look at 25 after 25 evaluate if i want a wild card in 27 or not mm-hmm. if the if the games in 28 are manageable don't wild card sit tight after game week 28 because after game week 28 you will have a full picture mm-hmm. of game week 32 because after in game week 28 is also the quarter final of the fa cup so you'll know the results you'll know the draw Decide in the international break whether you want to free hit in game week 29 or you want to wildcard in 29. Because at that point, you'll have a full picture of game week 32. You may not have the full picture of which blanks hit in 34 versus 37. But mm-hmm. you may not need that anyway. You could just, because you know these are the blanks, these are the dub fixtures I need to have in 34 or 37. You could just decide your free hit or wildcard then. Okay. Awesome. Um, 45 minutes. Shall we go to... Free hit 25? Yeah, let's go to free hit 25 because that is actually more immediate. So we've not discussed free hit 25 at all in our chip strategy because I don't think it's that viable. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to cover it because there's enough people that I've seen in the community. I think Kamzi is looking at it. I think Rob uh, from Analytics FC is looking at it. I know a few others have contemplated it and there is logic to it. The logic is... That I think you you know Liverpool are struggling, so I don't want to commit on Liverpool beyond this one week, uh, despite what they did against Everton. I mean, I think it's clear that they are struggling. So in what we do last year, people who've been listening to us from uh, for for a year, they will know that during these times when a free hit is being evaluated, we just go create one, and it we do it for five minutes. So this is not spoon feeding you on this should be your free hit team. I've literally spent under three minutes making this team. Mm-hmm. But it's basically to show you, is it going to be worth free hitting, whereas everybody else is going to use transfers? Mm-hmm. So the pros of doing it are clearly that you can keep your Brightons. Let's say you're already doubled up, tripled up on Brighton. You have Tony in your team. You have Kane in your team. And in order to get to Salah, you need to sell Kane to get Salah, which you don't really want to do. So these all these dilemmas that people have and they think, okay, I'll just free hit in 25, get my triple Arsenal, get my ideal uh, ideal three Liverpool, get my Everton double defense if I really wanted to because I don't want it in the future and keep my Haaland. Mm-hmm. So that's basically the idea. Now, I will say this is my free hit team. Do you first, first before I go further, have a look at the fixtures. Do you think I'm missing anybody in the team? For Game Week 25? For Game Week 25. Arsenal so there's covered. A full of, mm-hmm. Arsenal covered, and I think Everton while covered. Jesus is out, mm-hmm. Inketia, I've gone Inketia over Odegaard. Mm-hmm. I've gone for Salah, Darwin, and Trent. I mean, you could change it if Jota is back or you wanted to go Robertson and Salah and Trent. But I don't think there's a lot of appetite to go double uh, Liverpool defense. I've gone Pickford, who I think will be the number one keeper pick for that week. And I think a lot of Edison owners will go for Pickford as well. Uh, during this period. Um, I've gone for Bowen as the one flair pick who's playing Nottingham Forest at home. Mm-hmm. I've kept Haaland because he's Haaland and he plays Bournemouth away. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm missing anybody else, right? Chelsea, I don't have Kane because he's playing Chelsea and, and Spurs are looking pretty poor. I haven't got Chelsea because they're playing Spurs. So let's let's go with this for the moment. My point here is even if you free hit, a lot of your competition is going to have three Arsenal. Yeah. They're going to have probably... Two Liverpool, mm-hmm. whether that is Salah and Darwin or Trent or Salah, they'll probably have two. They will probably have, well, they will definitely have Haaland. They will probably have one Everton defender, whether it's Tarkovsky or Patterson or Pickford, depending on fitness, obviously, for Patterson. They might have a Fulham attacker, whereas you have Andreas. So where is your upside? Yeah, I think Your upside also, is basically... Yeah. You, you also have to get real lucky with those picks, right? Because... Um, what if this is the week that Odegaard does really well and you went for Enkiti and Saka? And, you know, I, I think the only real upside here is you're betting on Liverpool doing really well. But, uh, you know, it is it is a risky bet with how they're playing, although they played it really well this this past game. So I'm, I'm not so keen on a, a free hit in 25. And I think a lot of us will get to a decent amount of doublers in 25 anyway without having to take the free hit as well. Well, I mean, I'm still playing devil's advocate. Why Why does it make sense? So there is upside. So the upside may not come in number of points this week. Let's say you only outscore the teams by 5, 10 points this week. I think, you, I think you'll do more because a lot of players will just put out 10, 10. A lot of teams might put out 10 players. So you will outscore by 10 points, I would say. Yeah. The, uh, the biggest pro is that you get to keep your Brighton and your Tony and your Kane. 
So then you lead up to game week 27 when Cade is home to Nottingham Forest. Tony has a double. Brighton has a double. Everybody else is either wildcarding or trying to basically scramble. So I think the big gamble that you're taking here is that Fulham beat Liverpool. But, because yeah. if Fulham beat Liverpool, they will blank. Liverpool yeah. will blank. So people will have to use a chip for 27, whereas you, you already, you don't have to use a chip. Yeah, yeah. I also just think that you're the the power of the free hit later on, whether that be in 28 or 32 or whenever it may be, is going to be possibly much worth a lot more value than you know spending it now to chase, as you mentioned, maybe 10 points immediately. Yeah, I mean, we're in, we're definitely in very, very team dependent territory now. So it's, it, this only works for certain people. But I, you know, we we wanted to talk about it last week, but we didn't get the time. So this week I wanted to, because free hit is not that far away and you need to sort of think about your team. For example, if you're free hitting in 25, you need to make a transfer this week. You don't want to carry a transfer into 25. So you might as well do a, a flare transfer of, you know, getting Mitoma in for Andreas because uh, you're free hitting next week. Um, and the other problem is, if you free hit now, I think most teams are loaded up on triple Man United or double Man United or double and triple City. You will have to deal with all of that in 28. Yeah. So you will have to take them out. So while other people are getting Brighton players, you are taking out these Arsenal and, and sorry, these uh, City and Man United players. So it's not like you're completely free from doing anything in 28 later. Yeah. So that was it, really. I think I think free hit. I think no chip in any week, I would say, is a bad play. It's very, very team dependent. For certain very specific teams, you can think about it, but also think about what are you really gaining from the from the masses. Yep, fantastic. Captaincy? Captaincy, yeah. So let's now come back to Earth from our helicopter. So let's land. Uh, let's come back to Game Week 24. Lots of... Uh... Interesting analogies and terms today, Pras. Well, well. Um, I would say, look, Game Week 24, the only dilemma. Transfers, everyone needs to be saving a transfer. I think Game Week 24, saving a free transfer. Game Week 26, saving a free transfer. Just lock it in. Think of it like if you're making a, a transfer now, it's like an early transfer. It's 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 super aggressive and, and it has the possibility to backfire. So I would almost say this week... Everybody should save their transfer unless there is an emergency mm. or unless you're making a transfer that gets you closer to the team that you want in 25. Like if people want to go De Bruyne to Salah this week because they're sick of the face of De Bruyne and they want to get Salah anyway, you're taking a risk that Salah gets injured in this fixture uh, or he you know, he gets injured against Real Madrid in the, in the Champions League. So it's almost like an early transfer, yeah. but it's not really going to... You could do it, but I would say save. So then the only talking point in Game Week 24 is captaincy. And captaincy, because obviously Man City have RB Leipzig next week. Mm -hmm. They've had a lot of games thick and fast. And most importantly, Haaland has shown a niggle in the last game where he was subbed off at halftime. So you would think that he, you know, if he misses out tonight, then anyway, you'd be, you, you have no idea and you'd be skeptical to captain him. If he plays tonight, then you'll think, okay, Pep sort of pushed him to play because it's Arsenal. Will he play against Bournemouth just before RB Leipzig? So the the doubts are already there yeah. on whether you will captain Haaland or not. So where are you with with captaincy? Yeah, I mean, there's a. I, I was looking at that United game as well. I feel like uh, you know we've had good memories with triple captain Rashford, um, but I'm very interested to see um, what happens tonight. I do think that if he does play, I'll probably end up still going to Holland uh, for my captaincy with the caveat that Champions League is right around the corner so it's a very x minutes type of risk but it's hard to deny um Holland as a captaincy week in and week out so for me actually personally if he does play this game week or play tonight against Arsenal it kind of you know pushes me more towards probably getting him to start for for Nottingham Forest yeah how about yourself right vice captaincy well, on, is on Rashford for now my, yeah, so I, I also want to make a point. So late riser is in the chat um, and has has made some great comments. So this one I want I want to just read out. So he has made a point actually doing a transfer for a player that you would potentially captain this week. So let's say Zhao Felix is is the one he's named, and potentially gives you an extra player in game week twenty eight because Chelsea is a very yeah. important team. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean they're showing the form. They're on the up, even though they you know they were unlucky against West Ham. I think fundamentally i think it you everyone can see that they're on the up especially from an attacking point of view arguably even defensively given that james and 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 chilwell are back 
So that's a team to target. So if you wanted to look at a Felix and you wanted to potentially do something with him, like captain him this week, I, I think that, that then makes it worth it as a transfer. And he does give you that extra player in gimmick 28 as well. But my problem is Mitrovic also has a game in 25. Inketia also has a game double in 25. Uh, so, you know, there's also an opportunity cost of losing a player for for a player. But Mitrovic may not have a game in 28 and Jao Felix might. So, or will definitely will. So, I can see some merit for it. Yeah. Felix is um, a damn to good you. player too. I, I feel like... Uh... He's he has to be starting for that team, right? Just oh, definitely, yeah, definitely. just amazing. I, mean, I, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew how good he was, but him coming into Chelsea and playing in the Premier League shows his class as well. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, he's not historically been a prolific goal scorer, mm-hmm. but then he's played for Atletico Madrid, so mm-hmm. they're not prolific goal scorers anyway. And what he's shown so far at Chelsea is what you can go by, even though it's small sample that he is basically at the end of the big chances and he will be involved in goals. So there's nothing wrong with it. I think if Southampton still had Nathan Jones, it could push me a little bit more mm. to looking at it. But, you know, we're, um, we're, in, we're in the territory of where if a, if a transfer gets you an extra game, gets you a captaincy, then yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous price point as well. 7.5, right? Super cheap. Yeah. yeah. So coming back to our captaincy shout. So I, I think Kane versus West Ham... Rashford or Bruno versus Leicester are, or even Mares against Nottingham Forest. So let's say Mares gets limited minutes today uh, because there's a small part of me that thinks that today Bernardo Silva might start. Because, you know, against mm-hmm. when Man United played City, what Ten Hag did against uh, Cancelo, who was inverting, was basically put Bruno on him. Mm-hmm. So when, 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 when Cancelo was inverting, Bruno was also coming into the middle of the pitch. So that basically negated this extra man that they tried to get in midfield through this inverting. So because Zinchenko does exactly the same thing, I don't know, part of me thinks that he could put Bernardo Silva on him to do exactly that. So basically when Zinchenko inverts, Bernardo Silva would actually be also in midfield and then he could interplay with Gundogan and, and KDB. It's all speculation. Obviously, we'll know before the deadline, we'll know tonight. But if that happens, if Mares was rested, would you go there? <laughs> probably not um, because he could easily be rested for two games in a row before Champions League also uh, please do not put that in the air we need Mars to start tonight um, I would be okay yeah. if he doesn't start tonight because yeah. who, which start would you rather take tonight or against Nottingham Forest I would like to take both starts is, is, well that's, that's greedy he's not going to get I mean come on it's a city mid man I mean he's, he's, he's definitely going to play RB Leipzig so he's going to miss one of the games yeah. so I'm just thinking if he doesn't start today, then I'm excited for Nottingham Forest um, because otherwise you have a problem. I mean, we'll come to my bus team. My bus team looks pathetic on the bench. I cannot have a no-show against Nottingham Forest for any of my players Mm. because the first guy that comes on is Andreas Pereira who's injured and Patterson who's injured. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Speculation. But... um... Maybe Silva starts so tonight, yeah. I mean, you you said you're looking at Rashford if it's not Haaland, or or you'll, you'll probably be on Haaland. I'll probably be on Haaland, but I, I was looking at Rashford as my vice-captain. Yeah, Just minute safety, you know, Leicester potential to possibly get two goals. I know Rashford doesn't, you know, get more than one goal, but still, I, th- I think he's just a, a very safe pick, to say the least. Yeah. Oh, he's actually, if there's a problem with Rashford as well, because they play Barcelona. Uh, on Thursday mm. and then they play Barcelona again the week uh, the midweek so you could have limited minutes for Rashford as well mm-hmm. didn't realize that which, but mm-hmm. which I think if Anthony is out then there's not a lot of options so you you, I, you won't see a 60th minute sub but you could definitely see a 75th 80th minute sub for Rashford mm. it may not be a problem I mean I, you, in my bus team I have Rashford captain for the reason that Leicester are terrible away from home they were they were better against Spurs but then Spurs are rubbish as well at the moment so I think Leicester at away and Man United at home I think that's minimum two three goals for Man United at the moment Rashford is scoring every other goal that Man United is scoring so I mean that's that's a game which has a Rashford goal written all over it so I I that's where my initially as soon as I saw Haaland limp off I changed my bus captaincy to Rashford immediately how about uh Saka or any Arsenal assets for captaincy could do Away to Villa is not as tempting as home Leicester. 
but arsenal is i need to see something man arsenal a little bit you know uh, the wheels are falling off a little bit uh, with everton and let's see what they do tonight <laughs> um but yeah at the moment everton brentford are two performances where it can happen blips come in every team but it sort of then st- the managers start to question themselves if they beat man city tonight then yeah arsenal will be on a massive high so you could look at an arsenal player okay bus teams Yep. We have the same team? Very no, we, you did team. Gabriel to White, right? I Sorry, did, White, I to did White to Gabriel. It has to pay off in the long run. We'll see what happens. But... It'll pay off. It'll pay off. Yeah, I mean, just uh, it's unfortunate I'm on a red. I mean, I think the Shaw Botman one hurt, but it is what it is. Kepa in goal, Gabriel, Shaw, Trippier, Saka, KDB, Mares, Rashford, uh, Nketia. Holland and Mitrovic up top, Andreas first bench, Botman second bench. So this is my team, very straightforward, um, and no transfers will be used this game week. No transfers. So you wouldn't you wouldn't be tempted to do Bruno, sorry, uh, KDB to Salah this week? I was thinking about that a little bit, but I think I'll just wait for, you know, the power of two transfers in game week 25. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm similar. If you but- going to go to my team. But so this is what, yeah. Sorry, John. Yeah, it's very interesting, right? Like, just KDB is a problem. Like, he's just a problem in my team. So, it's it's since game week seventeen. Um, just so I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad because I remember last time you said Maris is a problem, and now he's done so well. So I'm glad oh, Maris is a goat. Yeah, you, you reversed, <laughs> you reversed James KDB for tonight. I'm optimistic on KDB tonight. I mean, uh, you're you optimistic know. every week. I'm optimistic every week, but he's just not delivering at all so that's why the Salah thing was enticing yeah Salah had one shot until I I, I know that I know that but when you go six seven eight game weeks without anything from KDB I think he's had maybe one or two returns it's uh it starts to weigh on you but we'll we'll see maybe he does something against Arsenal and maybe he does well against Nottingham Forest but I mean, if he starts, I mean, Nottingham Forest, it's all going to be who starts. And by the way, that's not as easy a fixture. Forest at home are pretty good now. Or pretty, you know, it's a well, well-oiled well machine there. So it's not like it's a 6-0 game. So, yeah, I could, I, I would debate it as well. Especially if, you know, Pep's, I don't know what, uh, what we'll see in the comments. If Pep goes nuclear in his comments on Friday and that, you know, the players are tired, I, I might consider it. But let's go to my team then, and I can talk about. I mean, it's all all the same except White instead of Gabriel. But I'll read it out anyway. Go ahead. Uh, Kepa, White, Trippier, Shaw, Saka, De Bruyne, Rashford, Captain Mares, Mitrovic, Inketia, and Haaland. Um, so the thinking on on Rashford captain, as I mentioned, is is the upside with Leicester at home, and I need to see if if Haaland looks okay. I mean, if he if Haaland plays. 90 minutes, scores a brace and looks completely fine, then obviously it's going to be Haaland. If Rashford or Man United look poor against Barcelona or we're behind or, you know, the second leg becomes critical, which I suspect might be, then Rashford also becomes a little bit of a question mark in terms of captaincy. Then we will see where to go. Um, I I have not ruled out Saka or Mahrez either, depending on who gets how many minutes. Um, And I've not ruled out De Bruyne to Salah. Uh, either, but I'm going to try to save if I can. Very thin bench there, Ross. Very thin bench. All these guys will come <laughs> out. These, these, they're they're all being prepared. If you look at my bench, Ings <laughs> and Patterson are the only two players. If Patterson was fit, so let's replace Patterson with Tarkowski. Mings and Tarkowski are the only players that play in 25, I know, play in I know. 28, yeah. in 32. Yeah. So it's been created for that chip strategy, which was basically navigate 28 and 32 no, without no. without. Chip. So that's no, why no, these I, guys are there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just uh, messing with you. But um, I, I did see the Ming's injury, and I, I thought of you because uh, you're probably the one person in this world that has Ming's. Um, but hopefully, he pays off in game week twenty. Has him now, uh, has him but now, he's going to yeah. be fine. I think the manager confirmed he's okay. Yeah. Okay, guys. Um, thank. Uh, we'll, maybe some Q and A, but um, please do subscribe to Fantasy Football Scout. Um, do like the video um, if you can. Um, there's a potential I, I, I won't be available next week. I'll, I'll just say it here now. Um, I'm traveling to uh, Vietnam for some uh, business. So I've <laughs> uh, been very busy lately and um, hope to uh, 
hope to be back in two weeks time but maybe i'll be back next game week but yeah we got to get uh lr on here at some point um shout out late riser for for joining yeah he was today. here at we, we almost had him for this one, um, mm. but he couldn't make it for work commitments. But yeah, soon, soon. Him or uh, even Zoffer's almost here. But uh, some point, yes. Mm. Maybe short Q and A. Um, if you like, I don't see a lot of questions to be honest. Okay. I mean, it's so specific, uh, team specific chip strategy. I mean, I, I don't think we can address chip strategy questions at the moment anyway. And most people are looking to save, so it's not like people have very. A lot of burning questions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that's it. Yep, we did it in good time. I was thinking yeah, this was quick. going to be a very long one. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't go too much into each chip strategy because right now it's about just understanding what these are. Um, hopefully the screenshots can help you as you think about them, but you don't need to commit to any of them. Yeah. Okay, thank you guys for, for joining. Again, do hit the like button and subscribe to Fantasy Football Scout. And we will see you next time. Thank you, everyone.